think it's easy, y'all fun and games, nigga. Please, you don't wanna join no gang. Get a GED or your diploma, man. Think about it, you don't really wanna bang. You think it's easy, y'all fun and games, nigga. Please, you don't wanna join no gang. Get a GED or your diploma, man. Think about it, you don't really wanna bang. You think it's easy, y'all fun and games, nigga. Please, you don't wanna join no gang. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis complained that teaching requirements have been too rigid for requiring educators to have certain credentials. His comments come after Florida moved to allow military veterans to teach in public schools. The policy has garnered criticism from educators who said that it could impact teaching quality. Quote from Ron DeSantis on Twitter, We want you to be able to teach Florida students. For too long, the requirements to be a teacher have been too rigid, with union bosses insisting that all educators get certain credentials that often have little impact on teaching performance, end quote. The state's new program invites veterans to teach if they've served four years and gotten honorable or medical discharge and clear a background check. They also must have completed 60 college credits, half a four-year degree, half of a four-year degree, and pass a Florida subject exam. Continuing from Ron DeSantis on Twitter. Our veterans have a wealth of knowledge and experience they can bring to bear in the classroom, and with this innovative approach, they will be able to do so for five years with a temporary certification as they work towards their degree. End quote. The Florida Education Association is anticipating over 8,000 teacher vacancies going into the 2022 and 23 school year. According to the news outlet WPTV, in a recent statement, the agency called on lawmakers to ensure teachers get better salaries and schools have, quote, qualified, experienced teachers, end quote. Back to DeSantis saying, quote, Every morning, our students recite the Pledge of Allegiance while looking at the Star-Spangled Banner. It's fitting that the teacher in the classroom is somebody who took an oath and put his or her life on the line to preserve, protect, and defend our flag and the freedom it represents. End quote. Hi, this is Governor Ron DeSantis. As we begin the new school year, Florida's leading the way by bringing some of the best, the brightest, and the bravest among us into our classrooms through a new program that helps military veterans become teachers. If you served in the military for at least four years, were honorably discharged, have taken 60 college credits, and passed a subject area exam, we want you to be able to teach Florida students. Our veterans have a wealth of knowledge and experience they can bring to bear in the classroom, and with this innovative approach, they will be able to do so for five years with a temporary certification as they work towards their degree. For too long, the requirements to be a teacher have been too rigid, with union bosses insisting that all educators get certain credentials that often have little impact on teaching performance. Every morning, our students recite the Pledge of Allegiance while looking at the Star-Spangled Banner. It is fitting that the teacher in the classroom is somebody who took an oath and put his or her life on the line to preserve, protect, and defend our flag and the freedom it represents. From devil dogs to salty dogs and doughboys to flyboys, we respect our veterans and know that they have a lot to offer. Thanks so much and God bless. All you seeing is the money you brings, the underground fame. But you know what the funniest thing? When you win in the game, you gotta get put on. 
And I got put on, believe me when I say it took long. And I got whooped on by about eight niggas that hate niggas. Only in the seventh grade getting jumped by May niggas. I stayed in the Rainwater almost everywhere on Earth has unsafe levels of forever chemicals, according to new research. Per and polyfluoralkyl substances, PFAS, are a large family of human made chemicals that don't occur in nature. They are known as forever chemicals because they don't break down in the environment. They have non-stick or stain repellent properties, uh, so can be so they can be found in household items like food packaging, electronics, cosmetics, and cookware. But now researchers at the University of Stockholm have found them in rainwater in most locations on the planet, including Antarctica. There is no safe space to escape them. Safe guideline levels for some of these forever chemicals have dropped dramatically over the last two decades due to new insights into their toxicity. Quote from, excuse me, from Ian Cousins, who's a lead author of uh, of a study and a professor at the Department of Environmental Science in Stockholm University. Ian says... There has been an astounding decline in guideline values for PFAS in drinking water in the last 20 years, end quote. For one well-known substance, the cancer-causing perfluoroactonuic acid, or PFOA, water guideline values have declined by 37.5 million times in the U.S. Quote, Continuing from um, Ian, based on the latest U.S. guidelines for PFOA, or also known as perfluoroctanoic PFOA, based on the latest U.S. guidelines for this in drinking water, rainwater everywhere should be judged as unsafe to drink. Although, continuing the quote, Although, in the industrial world, we don't often drink rainwater, many people around the world expect it to be safe to drink, and it supplies many of our drinking water sources. The health risks, uh, end quote, the health risks of being exposed to these substances has been researched widely. Scientists say they, they could be linked to fertility problems, increased risk of cancer, and developmental delays in children. But others say that no cause and effect can be proven between these chemicals and poor health. Despite this... And as a result of this new research, some are calling for tighter restrictions on PFAS. Uh, Quote, coming from Dr. Jane Monkey, I think it's M-U-N-C-K-E. Monkey? Monkey? I don't know. Monkey. Says, quote, It cannot be that some few benefit economically while polluting the drinking water for millions of others and causing serious health problems. End quote. Dr. Jane Munkay is the managing director of the Food Packaging Foundation in Zurich, who wasn't involved in the particular study at question. But one further quote, and we'll wrap this up. 
the vast amounts that it will cost to reduce PFAS in drinking water to levels that are safe based on current scientific understanding need to be paid by the industry producing and using these toxic chemicals and the time to act is now final quote out Early data suggests more people want to find work in Colorado now that employers are required to list salary ranges on job postings. That's even despite a drop in job openings within the state, according to new research from Recruitonomics, a site that analyzes labor market data. The July analysis looks at the impact of Colorado's Equal Pay for Equal Work Act, which went into effect in January 2021 and requires employers to disclose the salary range on all job advertisements. Two notable things happened in the first year after the law went into effect. Research author Sam Kuhn tells CNBC Make It. First, daily job postings on Indeed fell by 8.2% in Colorado compared with neighboring Utah, which was chosen as a control for having similar demographics and economic characteristics. The drop in Colorado jobs corresponds with reports that companies were actively barring workers in the state from applying to some remote jobs or were taking work elsewhere in order to avoid the posting requirement. Second data shows there was a 1.5% increase in Colorado's labor force participation rate relative to Utah's. Researchers note the increase in Colorado workers can't fully be explained by the passage of the transparency law. It also corresponds with the general hiring boom across the U.S. as economies recovered from COVID shutdowns, though in many cases companies could not hire enough. When compared with Utah, however, it seems workers in Colorado were more eager to take up work. The analysis also doesn't examine whether the law achieves the goal of narrowing racial and gender wage gaps. With that said, co-author at Recruitonomics Research Director Andrew Flowers says the analysis demonstrates such transparency laws are a win-win. Research shows employees are overwhelmingly in favor of salary transparency practices, and at least in this case, it appears Colorado employers had a better time of filling open jobs in a tight labor market, even as the number of postings fell. Quote from Flowers. Employers willing to incur the cost of putting their cards on the table and stating the salary range will probably see more job seekers and less competition. As more states and cities adapt similar transparency laws, including California and New York, 
Flowers expects companies will have a harder time of restricting their hiring markets in order to skirt compliance. Quote from Flowers, The more it becomes a collective action towards salary transparency, the less you'll see a decline in postings. They are not going to opt out of California or New York. I mean, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus was a white man, too. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus was a white man, too. Black Jesus is much sexier than white Jesus. Let the words that you hear me speaking on before, uh-huh. Each and every one of your motherfuckers that I call. Then yo, break loose from the voodoo, you do. Follow along, along. we's about to get it out. If you're pimps, ballers, despicable things, whatever category you better in, better in, BJ, see the... A Pensacola elementary school teacher reportedly quit the day before school started after a district employee allegedly took down pictures of black heroes he had on the wall of his classroom. According to the Pensacola News Journal, Michael James, formerly known a formerly a teacher at um, O.J. Sims Elementary School, sent a letter to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Escambia County Superintendent Tim Smith on Monday, saying a district employee allegedly removed his posters for being age inappropriate. The report says pictures that were uh, that were taken down include ones of Martin Luther King. Colin Powell, a Republican, Harriet Tubman, and George Washington Carver. James resigned Tuesday morning, just one day before the new school year started. He told PNJ, the news outlet, he put the posters up because a majority of students were black and he wanted to motivate them with inspirational people they could look up to and see themselves. The district's superintendent responded to the incident, telling the news outlet that teachers are allowed to decorate their classrooms with educational materials. According to the report, the superintendent said he was unaware of a policy that would have stopped the teacher from putting up pictures of inspirational American heroes. The... Mm-hmm. Okay. The district gave a statement that said they are going to investigate the incident. According to the folks at PNJ, uh, James identified the employee who took down the photos as a board-certified behavior analyst for the district. The report says the employee came into James's classroom on Monday to help him set up for the upcoming school year and at some point started taking the pictures down. James told PNJ when he asked the employee what they were doing, he said the pictures were age inappropriate. James said the employee also took a picture of Barack Obama off his desk. James resigned shortly after the incident, saying he could not work for a district that would condone such behavior. He quit. Um, he quit as many schools in Florida and nationwide are experiencing teacher shortages. James is now looking for a new teaching job. Hey, James. Factories pay more. Now when the war pop off and dogs is barking, the cast is running. Music in the streets, the gas is humming. Baking soda, Coca-Cola was the mix in the kitchen. I wasn't involved with the crime, but I fit the description. Like Dr. King, I had a dream, but it faded to dust. Requested a song, but the DJ never played it for us. It's yours truly, huh? Cook County's state attorney, Kim Fox, two X's, 
uh, said her office no longer stands behind the murder convictions of eight people with cases tied to a disgraced former Chicago police detective who for years allegedly engaged in a pattern and practice of framing suspects and manipulating evidence. In other words, being a cop. On Tuesday, Fox said her office will not oppose post-conviction litigation for the seven men and one woman with murder convictions tied to ex-detective Ronaldo Guevara because the state's attorney no longer believes in the validity of these convictions or the credibility of the evidence. We, uh, quote, we can no longer stand by these convictions, end quote. Attorneys for the group believe this is the first mass exoneration involving homicide convictions in the history of Cook County and possibly the country. Five of the people convicted, David Colon, Johnny Flores, Nelson Gonzalez, Marilyn Mulero, and Jamie Rios, were previously released after serving prison sentences ranging from 18 to 28 years. The three others... Carlos Andino, Alfredo Gonzalez, and Louise Robinson. Okay, that Robinson came out of nowhere. Louise Robinson, they remain incarcerated. Aside from this group, at least 24 others have already had convictions tied to um, former Detective Guevara thrown out. So on Tuesday, Fox also says that she expects a similar outcome in at least three more cases in the coming weeks. The convictions stemmed from murders that occurred between 1989 and 1996. Guevara, who was involved in each case, has reported has repeatedly been accused of misconduct. So... Fox on Tuesday accused a former detective of manipulating photo arrays and lineups, withholding evidence from prosecutors, and using coercive interrogation tactics. She also cited a judge's 2017 ruling in which he accused Guevara of telling bald-faced lies under oath. Guevara retired from the Chicago Police Department in 2005 and has never been charged with a crime. He has since moved to... Texas, and continues to receive a police pension. Yeah. Guevara has declined to answer questions about allegations of misconduct in cases that have been overturned, citing his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. Quote from Nelson Gonzalez, one of the victims... I'm asking Kim Fox to press charges to pursue the prosecution of not only Guevara, but the other Chicago Police Department agents that helped him convict these individuals. They created chaos within many families, and they are not going to stop. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep pushing. End quote. Nelson Gonzalez spent 22 motherfucking years years in prison if you go back 22 years from right now it's pre 9-11 despite Tuesday's actions Kim Fox said her office is not taking a stand on whether any of those involved in these exonerations is actually innocent rather she said she does not believe they could not retry these cases based on the available evidence 
these murder cases will be reopened and it is possible additional investigations are undertaken and Kim Fox said that Caveras actions like those of John Burge and Ronald Watts have left a significant stain on the justice system that we can no longer afford to ignore, end quote. Quoting from attorney Russell Ainsworth, a representative for Cologne and Flores, said, This is just the beginning. There is a community of people who have gathered, and they will not stop until every single Guevara victim has been released. End quote. <laughs> 